It's time for Health, Happiness, and Healing with Hippocrates on Legends 100.3. Brought to you by the Hippocrates Health Institute in West Palm Beach. Call for your tour today, 561-471-8876, or visit HippocratesHealthInstitute.org. Now here are the hosts of Health, Happiness, and Healing with Hippocrates, Anna Maria and Brian Clement. This is Health, Happiness, and Healing with Anna Maria. And Brian Clement from South Florida and Hippocrates Health Institute. And we're continuing our series, and today we have one of the most renowned doctors for explants. That's removal of breast implants. And Dr. Dev, we know of afar because mm-hmm. several women uh, searched him out. There's only six doctors in America that are well-known and respected for this. There may be others who do this, but uh, I'll repeat again. Well-known and respected for it. And well, he's, they all rave about you. Yeah, <laughs> they rave about you. And we're, you. He, he happens to be here in South Florida, so we're lucky, mm-hmm. so you can drive to him. Problem with Dr. Dev, and a lot of you are going to want to call up and run, mm. he usually has a waiting time. Dr. Dev, so nice to have you with us. Thank you for having me. I appreciate the uh, kind words. Well, I want to go. I want to go back. I'm always interested because we're in healthcare too. Why you, as a young man, decided you want to become a doctor, and why you got into the special specialty you did? Um, great question. You know, my uh, my initial exposure to medicine um, was with my father. He's a semi-retired cardiologist and yoga instructor practicing in India. Oh wow! And uh, yeah. <laughs> So um, he used to take me to the hospital uh, on rounds, and uh, I just really enjoyed the environment he worked in, uh, you know, not only the patients, but just with uh, the other doctors. And so that was my initial exposure. And as I started going to school, I really enjoyed working with my hands. And in biology class, I always found myself doing extra dissection and kind of working with instruments. So that was kind of my stimulus to do something medical related and um you could either become a mechanic on, or a surgeon at that point <laughs> yeah well, but actually my family thought i was going to be a lawyer because i, I used to uh, like to talk a lot <laughs> I, uh, I chose another route um and then as i went into medicine um i was involved in a, a pretty bad accident in india mm. um and had some deformities that required plastic surgery and um so uh, my, my face was reconstructed by a uh, plastic surgeon in India. Oh, so that was my exposure to plastic surgery. Um, and moving from there, I just um, kind of had a um, more of an emotional connection to that field. Mm. And oh, yeah. so as I started oh, yeah. doing my training, um, I, uh, I just kind of leaned into it. And uh, fast forward, I was uh, doing my final year of training at Harvard in facial construction and treating patients that uh, had similar injuries that I had. So that's kind of how I landed up. So, and so, then, so uh, yeah, I moved to Florida to stay warm. Well, you, oh, were, yes. you were smart. <laughs> it's similar to India, uh, but India has quite a deep and sophisticated culture comparative to South Florida. <laughs> that's for sure. <laughs> well, you know, the nice thing about Florida is it's, uh, it's a good mix of, uh, you know, you have the Western culture, you have culture and so yeah. it's been a nice blend uh, it uh, is nice it is spicy we have spice here yeah yeah, <laughs> yeah so it, it really is the passion that started with you after the accident and what you had to go through and help and knowing that you could help other people to feel 
themselves again, right? Right, yeah. I didn't really appreciate what was done for me uh, when I was 16 and the accident happened. As I started learning more about it, I was absolutely amazed at the uh, complexity and the uh, anatomy and the, the body healing. And so it just kind of uh, led me in that direction and I uh, was more inquisitive about learning about different surgical procedures. Um, and, you know, as time went on, then explant uh, surgery became my passion. And so that's kind of what I focus my, my practice on now at the moment. You know, wow. what, what, what's sad is, is too seldom we talk to plastic surgeons in, in the field of healthcare that are like you, mm-hmm. that uh, many of the doctors do this as a, a money mill, frankly. And uh, what Anna said, and you, you, the story you told, uh, touched mm. my heart because uh, plastic surgeons, until very recent decades, uh, were always reconstructing people's bodies so they have a somewhat normal life. Yeah. And so, could you right. imagine if there wasn't a plastic surgeon and you had a deformed face and you had to grow up in a society and what, what burden that would have on you? Mm-hmm. And so, my gosh, yeah. Yeah, no, I mean, uh, you know, reconstructive surgery is uh, definitely rewarding in that aspect. And you you walk out of those surgeries with uh, goosebumps because, you you know, you've done something that's uh, transformative. And, uh, you know, there's always a cosmetic side to plastic surgery. And and that's always fun and interesting because um, cosmetics requires an aesthetic eye and um, a little bit of an artistic ability. So... To blend cosmetic and reconstructive is uh, it's a, it's a unique opportunity, and that's uh, that's something that I've been able to realize in the type of surgeries that I do with these uh, patients who are suffering from mm. breast implant. Well, you're now uh, renowned as the Michelangelo yes. of explants. When we come back, we're really? going to speak. We're going to speak to Michelangelo. Yes. <laughs> Be right back. Well your world and transform your life. Hippocrates Health Institute has been healing people, reversing chronic disease, and boosting immunity and longevity for over 60 years. Located in West Palm Beach on 60 lush tropical acres, Hippocrates Health Institute has a program for you. Call them at 561-471-8876. Reserve a consultation and tour today. Visit their website at hippocratesinst.org. Call 561-471-8876. Now back to Health, Happiness, and Healing with Hippocrates on Legends 100.3. Call for your tour today, 561-471-8876, or visit hippocrateshealthinstitute.org. Now here are the hosts of Health, Happiness, and Healing with Hippocrates, Anna Maria and Brian Clement. This is Health, Happiness, and Healing with Anna Maria. And Brian Clement uh, here from the Hippocrates Institute. And today we have Dr. Dev, a renowned plastic surgeon who uh, uh, grew up in the heart of India, Mumbai, India, and literally decided as a young man that he wanted to go into medicine. And beyond medicine, he actually said, I want to become a plastic surgeon because, by the way, as a child, I had a deformed face after a catastrophic accident. And it was a plastic surgeon that healed me mm-hmm. and made me whole again. And mm-hmm. applied to Harvard, and seemingly he was a, a good academic over there in India. Oh, I bet. And was accepted <laughs> and graduated there uh, way back in 2006. Uh, 
and then says to himself, you know what's happening on my field of health or in my field of health? That plastic surgeons are putting these things called plastic implants, breast implants, into women, and maybe it's not such a good idea. So pick the story up, Dr. Dev. Why did you figure out that wasn't a great idea? Sure. You know, I um, I did I did place the implants in. Uh, of course, in training, we learned how to do them, and, and initially in my career, and a lot of my um, implant-based surgeries were for breast cancer reconstruction. Right. Um, I did I did perform cosmetic breast augmentations, and you know, as time went on. Um, started noticing patients having issues with pain related to the implants, contracture, um, the need for reoperation for for asymmetry or they're just not happy with the shape or the size. And it's just a plethora of things that patients would come in and then need revisions and they were unhappy. And um, so, you know, that always stuck with me. And as time went on, we started seeing patients who were complaining of autoimmune issues, um, related to breast oh, implants. Yes. And, you know, initially, you know, there was not much literature on it. And so we would, you know, I would take out the implants for those patients who had pain or capsular contracture or bad rupture. Mm. And they started reporting significant improvement in their symptoms that they were reporting like fatigue and brain fog and all these autoimmune issues. And as the two started melding in and we just started realizing that, oh my gosh, you know, these patients are feeling so much better and so I became a true believer in breast implant illness and um, and you know helping these patients who are, are suffering uh, from these conditions that most people have are looking at and saying and saying you're not sick because of your implants and, and they're being placed on medications and whatnot so yeah. that's kind of the, the short end of that story. So you, horror stories. Yes, horror stories. So you, of course, you knew how how you put them in. You would also know how to take them out. But tell <laughs> us, tell us what you saw. What what did they look like uh, when they took them out? And some were in for many years. Yeah, the, I mean, some of them looked pretty much as good as the day you put them in, and uh, they form a, a capsule around them. That's the body's natural reaction to a foreign body that's placed inside so right. that some of those capsules look absolutely normal like normal tissue mm -hmm. and on the other end of the spectrum mm -hmm. i mean some of these implants are ruptured so badly that there's silicone everywhere oh. uh, the capsules are rock hard and calcified they're stuck onto the chest wall mm. they're stuck into the armpit so we see we you know i see pretty much the uh, spectrum of uh, normal looking to complete disaster right and we've heard that uh, physicians we've discussed this with years past said they're in surgery six eight hours sometimes to remove the silicon that's in lymph glands and everywhere else yeah some of them uh do take a long time uh you know as uh as i mean starting out definitely you know it takes it takes a long time to uh to do the surgery to meticulously remove um all the foreign capsule, infected tissue, um, and and silicone, and you know the, the the one thing that helped me get through all this is um, a lot of it I learned in my breast cancer reconstruction surgery. So um, the the anatomy was very familiar, and right. um, performing the complete removal was familiar. Um, it was just for a different subset of patients. 
We've often mm. seen these implants after they've been removed. You know, women actually are carrying them as a badge of honor. And uh, we've seen they've had mold in them. Is that a common thing? Yeah, you know, when inside the body, you can't really... I mean, I've, I've done cases with mold and... Um, you know, when when there's mold inside it, it's pretty obvious. Um, it's not the most common thing. Mm-hmm. Um, the mold does if when the patient uh, has a saline implant and they leave it outside and open to air, um, they definitely do. They'll kind of shrink and the oh, saline yes. will evaporate out of the implant, and then there'll be a moldy substance growing on the implant. So. Mm. You know, that's not to say that the implant wasn't contaminated with mold, but the full manifestation shows up after it's removed from the body. But um, within the body itself, um, I mean, out of the all the cases I've done, the the ones that have obvious mold in it, I would say maybe are about 15 or 20 cases. Well, we're currently working with a woman who, by the way, went to a physician, had a complete physical, complete physical, back in, in May 15th, it was well, and the 30th, she was diagnosed with advanced stage 4 lymphoma. And so we're going to talk about that case when wow. we come back. As a matter of fact, I referred them to you and uh, want them to talk about it. And they now are going through chemotherapy and God knows what else. But I said, until you get to the cause of that problem, your cancer can't possibly go away. So right. we'll be right back and talk to all of you in just a minute with Dr. Dev, a renowned international expert on removing breast implants, the sickening breast implants. Well your world and transform your life. Hippocrates Health Institute has been healing people, reversing chronic disease and boosting immunity and longevity for over 60 years. Located in West Palm Beach on 60 lush tropical acres, Hippocrates Health Institute has a program for you. Call them at 561-471-8876. Reserve a consultation and tour today. Visit their website at hippocratesinst.org. Call 561-471-8876. Now back to Health, Happiness, and Healing with Hippocrates on Legends 100.3. Call for your tour today, 561-471-8876, or visit hippocrateshealthinstitute.org. Now here are the hosts of Health, Happiness, and Healing with Hippocrates, Anna Maria and Brian Clement. This is Health, Happiness, and Healing with Brian and Anna Maria Clement at Hippocrates. So we're here with Dr. Dev, and this is really amazing because we've heard so much about you, and you are so renowned and talented and so caring that people feel like they're definitely in the right hands and that they're going to be fine. So, uh, you know, you've, you've, you've done a lot of humanitarian work, too, missions that, uh, yeah, tell us about that. Um, the the last trip that I went on was um, to uh, Nepal, and um, we um, wanted to set up a uh, advanced microsurgery uh, cancer reconstruction clinic with uh, their cancer surgeons over there. So we spent um, five days at one of the cancer hospitals and uh, took uh, all our microscopic equipment and uh, taught their surgeons how to do. Uh, surgery and we treated uh, I think 12 patients over there um, so that, was, that was a great trip it, mu- it, must, um, be, it must be heart-wrenching for mm. you to see 
how little these courageous doctors have to work with their patients and how much work could be done if they had that equipment. Oh, it's so humbling. I mean, it's with uh, with whatever they have, they do such an amazing job, and they're they're glad just to have whatever they have. Right. Um, yeah. And to some degree, in Western medicine, we're we're a little spoiled where we we want this and want that, and um, so it's it's really because you learn how to think on your feet, and um, you know the lights went out sometimes, and oh, yeah. um, you it's like you're in a war zone. <laughs> Well, I mean, do you think, yeah. let me ask you this question. I don't know if you have the answer, but it's an interesting thought. Do you think the outcomes are about the same, although they don't have the bells and whistles we have? Um, I think they're different because they're, you know, their screening is a lot different and, um, you know, their their surgical approaches are a little bit different. So the outcomes are, are a little bit varied because the treatment options um, and their screening process is a little bit different. They see more advanced diseases because they just don't have the same screening like we do in the Western countries. So I think um, from a surgical standpoint, I mean, they 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 were all excellent. I mean, they were efficient. They were fluid. Their their plans were very sound. So, um, um, you know, but they do see a different uh, depth of disease over there. Don't you feel like uh, taking p- breast implants out, don't you feel like you really want to stand up and scream for the whole world, please don't put them in? Don't put them in. Well, he'll be out of business. <laughs> you know? He'll have to change well, his expertise. He can do, he can do anything. <laughs> uh, I'm sure he yeah, would. Yeah, no, I, I, I do it, and I, you know, I, 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 people come in to talk to me all the time about, uh, you know, breast augmentation, and the best I can do is educate them. Uh, yes. And, uh, you know, and then and, and explain to them the things that I know. Um, mm-hmm. And I've been fortunate to know that, um, you know, I've changed or two or three patients have decided not to take the implant route based on the discussions we've had. So that, that's, uh, that makes me happy. And I think it's going to, just creating that awareness um, will mm-hmm. inform more people as, as the years go on. Well, you know, this individual we're working, this poor woman we're working with now that had almost instant, overnight, you know, as you know, Mm -hmm. you don't go to a a competent doctor and be tested and 15 days later end up with what they call advanced, the oncologist, uh, lymphatic problems. So Mm -hmm. how many of these cases have you seen where you opened women up to take out the residual effect of the breast implant but found tumors or cancer or another disorder that may have been uh, caused by this yeah i mean i've um you know i've had two cases where i've, I've identified breast cancer itself um and um so those patients are being treated for breast cancer but for the lymphoma portion of it mm-hmm. knock on wood i have not seen any of those cases um there are probably uh, a good dozen cases that i i was almost convinced that this patient had that form of lymphoma that's affiliated with the textured implants and um, knock on wood and thank God uh, those came back as negative results. Thank God. Thank God. But you know, it's interesting because the physicians and their quote respected physicians uh, said there's no connection. There's no correlation between this. And you know, it's, it's hard because the husband gets it and the wife probably is in denial because she had the implants. And you know, so the last part of this program we have together, I know that what people have said to us, the three, four women that we have gone to you, mm-hmm. is that your empathy is what comes through, that you, right. you, you care for them. They, they say, as a man, it's wonderful that you're disarming uh, to them. 
that you really care. And so why do you think that is about you versus the unfortunate bedside manners most of our colleagues have? <laughs> um, I just think it comes down to the thought that, you know, I would want to treat someone the way I would want someone to treat my family and my parents. Exactly. Um, right. So, you know, if, uh, if I go, if my parents are being treated by a physician, you know, I'd want them to listen and be empathetic and give them the best care. And so I kind of follow that mantra. Um, and yeah, you know, I, you know, a lot of it also comes from my own personal experience of being a patient uh, with uh, a facial reconstructive deformity and uh, understanding what you know, people are going through mm. psychologically, emotionally, um, physically. Right. So I think those two tie up into, I mean, I think, you know, medicine, it's not, it, it, it shouldn't be uh, intimidating. Uh, it should be uh, an experience where patients should be able to open up and, and tell you things because um, if they don't, then you're just kind of, I don't think you're treating the whole person. Yeah, um which is a philosophy we learned as a as an osteopathic physician or a mm. deal. So, well, doctor, that's where it comes from. So, mm. Doctor Dev, we've we've uh, conducted a few hours on the subject of explants and implants, and we've talked to women. And you, being the authority that you are, and the man you are, more important than the authority and the doctor, the man we hear, the man we're relating to today. Uh, I want you to be the final voice in this series on if a woman comes to you and says, I want to put implants in, what you would tell them and what you would tell the women who are considering to remove them. So you have the floor now. Sure. So for the first instance, if someone comes to me asking to place implants, um, my first reason would be to, or my first question would be to understand why, mm -hmm. and then to add to that, I would caution you about implant placement. Um, I would explain to you some of the issues that are ongoing and whether that person has done sufficient research in that area mm -hmm. to make sure that they're a good candidate for what they're hoping for. Um, and... Uh, that's the let's just educate the person about about what's going on with breast implants and uh, how it's affecting thousands and thousands of women. Um, and I would advocate against putting them in. Yes. Now, um, now, now a woman a woman is willing to listen to you, mm -hmm. who has them in. Maybe she's heard about a friend or read a story on the internet. What do you say to that woman? Yeah. So on the same note, I, I'd like to understand why they want to take them out. Um, what, what's the, where, where did that mindset come in? And, um, once I've understood the, the reason and some of the issues that, um, the patient is facing with the implants, um, then I go over the treatment options, um, uh, to remove the implants and, um, make sure that they have a good support system and just make sure that they've done their, their due diligence to make sure that, you know, there are no other medical issues going on that would, um, explain some of the issues that the patient is having. And uh, I always tell my patients, you know, when they're explanting that they're, they're making the right choice and it's, it's a great idea and that um, we have a great team to, to walk them through the process. So we're, we're very proud of you, oh, Dr. Yes. Dev, that you're, you're doing you. something that makes a difference in many people's lives and you stand as a, as a golden voice and a star
for common sense in a, in a field that doesn't always have much of that. And so I know that everyone listening out there around the globe uh, may be interested how to get a hold of Dr. Dev and his, his colleague, Dr. Rankin. Uh, it's Aqua Plastic Surgery, Aqua. A-Q-U-A, Plastic okay. Surgery. Okay. And uh, I'm the partner that I run the Miami Clinic, and uh, my partner, Dr. Rankin, is in charge of the Jupiter Clinic. Okay. And so people can get a hold of you by getting on the Internet? Yeah, they can visit our website uh, at aquaplasticsurgery.com um, and um, ask for a consultation or do some research on there. Um, I have a very active uh, Instagram page. Um, it's my personal one. It's uh, it's Dr. Devdu, D-R-D-E-V-V-D-O. And um, I have tons of patient, uh, pictures and informational content on there, so patients usually follow me on there and... Uh, learn a lot more about explant surgery. Um, so those, those are two of the best ways to research the subject. That's so nice. Great. Well, Thank I can you. assure you that we feel very good. Matter of fact, we've just referred uh, women to you. I think two of them are going to see you in the next three or four months. Mm-hmm. Uh, you're, you have oh, waiting, you. What do you have, Appreciate a waiting that. period of three to four months to come and see you? Um, for consultations, yeah, we have a waiting period for three to four months. For surgery, I believe um, we have a waiting period of about six to eight months. Okay. But, um, you know, we, we, we definitely look at each patient on a case-to-case basis. So if something's a little bit more urgent, emergent, right. warrants attention, medical attention sooner, then, uh, you know, my manager, uh, Beatrice, always works her magic and uh, takes the oh. best care she can. Yeah, so the woman um, who we know it's erupted or... You know, somebody who, that we know has a disorder from it. Well, it's so nice yeah. to get to know you and well. to know that we can have a, have a doctor that we can trust in this field of, We're of grateful. plastic surgery. We're mm. grateful. Oh, thank you, guys. I appreciate yes. that. So it's to been conclude, uh, great chatting with you guys. You too. So to thank conclude you. this series on breast implants, we hope the voice of reason, the voice of pain that you heard from many of the women, the voice of optimism and hope you've heard from these women resonate with you. And if it's not you, maybe it's somebody that you love or somebody that you know or a colleague that needs to maybe know there's an option, that there's an option. You don't have to suffer through this. And uh, sadly, too many women are. Millions of women globally have these implants. And ultimately, it's not good for one of them, that even if you don't have the symptoms, Uh, Your immune system is being compromised by putting a foreign substance inside of your body. Until next week, live a life that you're so blessed by that you just constantly have gratitude for it. We'll be with you again very soon. Thanks for listening to Health, Happiness, and Healing with Hippocrates on Legends 100.3. Call for your tour today, 561-471-8876, or visit HippocratesHealthInstitute.org.